for someone who never planned to write about pediatric kidney issues, here I am again writing about pediatric kidney issues. It seems the mothers of all those babies in my life I've mentioned before like to visit me. One of them was a bit upset during her visit, so, being me, I asked what was wrong. Her answer was surprising. It seems her little one, I think he's about five months old, was born with urine reflux in both kidneys. I'd heard of reflux before, but urine reflux? She explained and I wondered why she wasn't more upset. She explained that, too. But, as usual, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's start with what it is. First of all, she used the term VUR before telling me it was urine reflux. Well, what's the V stand for? Turns out the medical term for this condition is VUR or vesicoureteral reflux. Okay, so what's that? I turned to one of my old reliable sources for the answer, NIDC, which is the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. Vesicoureteral reflux, VUR, is a condition in which urine flows backward from the bladder to one or both ureters and sometimes to the kidneys. VUR is most common in infants and young children. Most children don't have long-term problems from VUR. Normally, urine flows down the urinary tract, from the kidneys, through the ureters, to the bladder. With VUR, some urine will flow back up, or reflux, through one or both ureters and may reach the kidneys. VUR can cause urinary tract infections, UTI, Gale here, a UTI may be the signal to test for VUR, and, less commonly, kidney damage. The two main types of VUR are primary VUR and secondary VUR. Most children have primary VUR. Oh, then what's secondary VUR? Thank you to the Cleveland Clinic for the following information. Photo by Anna Schwetz on Pexels.com. Secondary VUR occurs when a blockage in the urinary tract causes an increase in pressure and pushes urine back up from the urethra into your child's bladder, ureters and even kidneys. The blockage could result from an abnormal fold of tissue in the urethra that keeps urine from flowing freely out of your child's bladder. Another cause of secondary VUR might be a problem with nerves that cannot stimulate the bladder to release urine. Children with secondary VUR often have bilateral reflux. I asked the dad, since I felt I was leaving him out of the conversation, if the baby had bilateral reflux. Yes, he did. But then the dad explained that there are five grades of VUR. This is starting to get a bit complicated. I turned to the Urology Care Foundation for help in understanding this. Grade I, urine reflux into the ureter only. Grade 2, urine reflux into the ureter and the renal pelvis, where the ureter meets the kidney, without distension, swelling with fluid, or hydronephrosis. Grade 3, reflux into the ureter and the renal pelvis, causing mild swelling. Grade 4, results in moderate swelling. Grade V, results in severe swelling and twisting of the ureter. This diagram is the Urology Care Foundations, too. I found it helpful. Hoping you will, too. Let's say VUR is suspected. What now? Cedars Sinai explained. Voiding sister etherogram, VCUG. Of CUG is a type of X-ray that examines the urinary tract. The healthcare provider puts a thin, flexible tube, catheter, in the urethra. This tube drains urine from the bladder to the outside of the body. The provider fills the bladder with a liquid dye. X-ray images are taken as the bladder fills and empties. The images will show if there is any reverse flow of urine into the ureters and kidneys. Renal ultrasound, sonography. This is a painless test that uses sound waves and a computer to create images of body tissues. During the test, a healthcare provider moves a device called a transducer over the belly and the kidney area. This sends a picture of the kidney to a video screen. The healthcare provider can see the size and shape of the kidney. He or she can also see a growth, kidney stone, cyst, or other problems. Wait a minute. 
I'd forgotten that each of the parents had explained this to me at different times. Of course, my primary concern was what you do about Voor? Again, the parents of the baby had explained, but I wanted to give you a medical source, in addition, so I went to Mayo Clinic. UTIs require prompt treatment with antibiotics to keep the infection from moving to the kidneys. To prevent UTIs, doctors may also prescribe antibiotics at a lower dose than for treating an infection. A child being treated with medication needs to be monitored for as long as he or she is taking antibiotics. This includes periodic physical exams and urine tests to detect breakthrough infections, UTIs that occur despite the antibiotic treatment, and occasional radiographic scans of the bladder and kidneys to determine if your child has outgrown vesicoureteral reflux. Surgery. Surgery for vesicoureteral reflux repairs the defect in the valve between the bladder and each affected ureter. A defect in the valve keeps it from closing and preventing urine from flowing backward. Methods of surgical repair include Open surgery. Performed using general anesthesia, this surgery requires an incision in the lower abdomen through which the surgeon repairs the problem. This type of surgery usually requires a few days stay in the hospital, during which a catheter is kept in place to drain your child's bladder. Vesicoureteral reflux may persist in a small number of children, but it generally resolves on its own without need for further intervention. Robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery. Similar to open surgery, this procedure involves repairing the valve between the ureter and the bladder, but it's performed using small incisions. Advantages include smaller incisions and possibly less bladder spasms than open surgery. But, preliminary findings suggest that robotic-assisted laparoscopic surgery may not have as high of a success rate as open surgery. The procedure was also associated with a longer operating time, but a shorter hospital stay. Endoscopic surgery. In this procedure, the doctor inserts a lighted tube, cystoscope, through the urethra to see inside your child's bladder, and then injects a bulking agent around the opening of the affected ureter to try to strengthen the valve's ability to close properly. This method is minimally invasive compared with open surgery and presents fewer risks, though it may not be as effective. This procedure also requires general anesthesia, but generally can be performed as outpatient surgery. Don't miss the key word in today's blog, outgrown. It is possible for babies to outgrow VUS. Until next week. Keep living your life.